Hey guys, so it is Friday morning and this is the None of Your Business podcast. So today, or yesterday, I had the pleasure of talking with Sharon. She talks about the struggles, her goals, where she wants to be, where she came from, um, and has a really open mind. So, you know, she's a chef right now. She is an inspiring author. So follow her. Follow her on Instagram at Shannon Harris. Um, she's going to be tagged on this in, on Instagram. Take a screenshot, tag her on Instagram. Uh, just uh, share the love, guys. You know, let her know that you're listening. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Two, three, and we are on. So, who are you? What do you do? I am Sharon. That's my name. Um, I am currently creating my life as a writer. Okay. So I write, um, I've got a, a screenplay as well as a novel in the works. They're both complete, but need editing still. And I've got a ton of poetry that I want to get, uh, organized so I can put it into a book. Love it. Love it. So why writing? Writing is my passion. Um, for a long time, like when I was in high school, I used to do uh, a little bit of writing kind of to just express myself and release some of the different pains and traumas and things that I went through. And I stopped writing for a very, very long time after I had my daughters and life happened and life happened even more. (laughs) And, uh, you know, my daughters, they are 13 and 15 right now. And I, about a year and a half ago, I started looking at my life, you know, I've put all of my time and energy into them for so long that, you know, they're going to be out of the house in a few years. So what am I going to do? And Mm -hmm. I realized in that moment that dreams never die. They only suffocate. So you can always resurrect them. I like that. And I started writing again. (laughs) Thank you. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. So, um, like, what does it do for you? I'm sorry, say that again. What does writing do for you? Oh, you you? said what's it? Um, What does it do for you? It's a, uh, the poetry wise, a lot of it is kind of a release, kind of therapeutic, so to speak. Um, I don't write 100% about myself. I, I write a lot of times about other people and friends and just different situations that I might see but I feel that other people can relate to it and maybe give them some, you know, therapeutic release, so to speak. So what does that look like? And then with uh, writing my novel. So I don't, you know, inspiration comes from all places, from, from all places. So I necessarily sit down and say, I'm going to write, of course, it's my novel or my book, something I try to schedule. Um, but wise it's it can be anything it can be something as as you know like a facebook post of someone saying you know um i don't feel like i want to live anymore and i can write you know a whole poem or even short story about it that mm-hmm. i feel that i feel represents that the way that person feels which if they feel that way clearly they're not the only person in this world that feels that way yes i totally agree Totally agree. Like, you know, we all have struggles. We all have emotions. Right. We all have anxieties. Like, 
it doesn't matter like what your race is what your religion is where you came from like everyone has struggles some struggles are worse than others and right but for that individual it could be the worst thing in their life and their life is pretty damn good but like we can anybody can relate just because you're like you know uh when we were messaging back and forth you said that you were you know you went through being homeless like i can relate to that i was homeless twice Mm -hmm. this day last year i was sleeping in my car in las vegas oh wow so congratulations on the come up (laughs) thank you thank you yeah so um you were talking about your novel and your plays uh you want to you know discuss what they are are they like secret confidential Um, until the release date (laughs) not 100 percent confidential um i i write a lot of drama um and i'm trying to write things that have not already been told so so the current um the novel and the screenplay as of right now and i have more but the ones right now that i'm trying to finish the editing on the not the screenplay is an adaptation of the novel and it's about a prostitute and her four-year-old godson who has a brain tumor and personally that's not something i've seen hopefully it's not out there already i (laughs) i think that prostitution in general is is and it's not necessarily really talked about and then cancer it's like everyone knows someone these days with cancer and it's really sad to see a child with cancer anyone but a child especially yeah totally totally so like is the prostitute like just like a drug addict and like has to do what she survived or did she get like turned out by her pimp and has just been doing that for survival mode. It's kind of neither. So um, what happened is she's actually very, very intelligent, but went through a lot of trauma um, growing up and she got into it when she's 18 years old, uh, leaving um, a high school party and she was wasted and ended up taking the bus the wrong way and got off and met a girl named Candy who kind of introduced her to the streets. And she wasn't in her right mind at that time, but also a few months prior to that, she had lost her grandmother who had raised her and she was also raped by her uncle at her grandmother's way. She was just in a bad headspace. And then uh, once she began doing it, she continued doing it. She's 25, so for the last seven years she's done it. Because at this point, it's like, this is all I know. How, who's going to hire me now? You know, what can I do at this point? Yeah, totally. I get that. This is 18. What are you going to do? You know how to do this. You know the streets. You know the life. Right. So. And make and, good money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And fuck, especially with your kid or your godson having cancer. Like, right. fuck. Like. Right what are you going to do? You're going to fucking do what you have to do. So exactly. I, that sounds like a really interesting play. Thank you. And novel. Like that's the shit that I would read. So I oh, like, nice. thank you. Yeah. So when that comes out, let me know. Cause I, I will definitely buy it. I appreciate um, the support. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, totally. Totally. That, that's really cool. Um, so you're a chef now, right? 
I, um, I, I, my first degree was in culinary arts and okay. I love cooking. I've been cooking my entire life. Um, I don't do it quite as much as I used to, um, but I still love it. And part of the long-term plan is that I would love to write and travel the world. That's the big goal. And in writing, I also want to do a couple of cookbooks. And what those cookbooks will consist of is me going to other countries, basically studying the, the culture, not necessarily culture, the culture as well, but their comfort foods. And then I want to completely flip them and make them 100% healthy without taking away from the comfort that it provides, if that makes sense. No, no, I, that's cool. I dig it. That's way cool. I hope you get to do that. You know, finding your passion and helping someone, I think you can't go wrong. Like you could be making 20 grand less than what you're doing now, but if you're, if you have a purpose and you're doing what you want, like, yeah, money pays the bills. Money, mm-hmm. money makes life easier. That's especially, <laughs> but like, fuck one of my jobs right now, I am in an office getting paid more money than I fucking have ever made. And uh-huh. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. But it gives me time to work on my end goal. My end goal one is hopefully have a podcast that is in the top 10, but that's mm-hmm. going to be work. But also like I'm a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. So I want to one spread awareness. Like just because I'm a drug addict doesn't mean that the non drug addict doesn't have fucking issues, but also right. get people that are new in sobriety mm-hmm. and show them a healthy lifestyle through strength training and mindset coaching that that's my angle and having an online business doing that that's that's where i want to be and you know i i don't want to do it for the money i just want to do it because that's that i working out had a huge impact in my life Mm -hmm. it was a like a first healthy habit after i got sober and the structure of it changed my life and like there's it's my life now. Um, I like yeah. I have more more things, but like on a Friday night, I'd rather just go to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just my structure, and I know there's people out there who are just like me, fucking weighed 110 pounds, fucking whatever, and don't know where to start. So hopefully, I can I- help somebody who can relate. I think you can, because I think that's something that's definitely needed. You know, so many people want to be clean and just don't really have a way to do it or the willpower, the strength to do it, I should say. And so having a type of support group and, and an outlet, I think that's definitely needed. Yeah. That's especially like in my hometown now, um, like, 30,000 people in Montana. So we're, we're small, but like so many people are dying. So many people are not fucking staying clean. No, we're, we're trying to have this sober active group in town and it's like me and three other people that show up. And it's just like, 
there's nothing wow. to fucking do here. Like in the winter mm-hmm. time, it sucks. It's, it's like negative 20, fucking 10 feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, there's a I don't know. In Southern California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Vegas was the worst time of my life, mm-hmm. but I love the weather. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll move out of the state. Like I'm moving to a different town, but like my mom has MS. So moving out of the state and being a good son is not really in the books right now. Like it's only an hour and a half away. And Bozeman's basically the LA of Montana. So, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, but in the wintertime, it's like the fucking worst fucking city to be in. So, wow. <laughs> it snows way more and gets way colder in that part. But I don't know. There's more stuff to do. So, I'm a young fucking 25 year old kid. So, being in a town full of. Uh-huh white christian males who are just fucking that's a whole nother story anyways i uh i'm not gonna get into that but <laughs> i just you know it's i not, can imagine I, yeah i came back for a year and it's time to it's time to get out of here i, I don't like this town uh-huh. and anyways it's not about me right now it's about you so what struggles have you gone through that you, you want to share um, I mean, I've gone through a lot. And, and as you mentioned earlier that we spoke about briefly, um, homeless, that was something that has sort of been a repetitive thing since childhood. I remember sleeping in cars on more than one occasion. Um, when I was uh, 18, I had just turned 18. And I ended up having to move back in with my parents because I was going to the military and I failed my drug test. So I got put on the delayed entry program. Well, I had already at that time cursed my boss out and quit and everything else. So mm-hmm. I had to go back home. Now I have no job. No, I'm not leaving. You know, I went home and my parents decided that, that they were going to move from Northern California to Oklahoma. So I went with them and uh, we went straight to a motel. Um, I have a lot of siblings. There's um, 12 of us all together, and I'm the oldest wow. girl. So I'm number three, but the oldest girl. Okay. So between me and my sister, a year younger than me, we had a lot of younger siblings in the motel that were taken care of, and our parents would leave and go out to supposedly look for a place to live. So anyhow, they came home to the motel one night. We had all the kids laying down to go to sleep, and I don't know what was wrong with my mom that night, but she got really upset that we laughed at her because my little brothers and sisters kept getting up. Oh, I want a hug. Oh, I want ice. I want this. I want that. And we were just kind of laughing at it. And my mom laughed as well. And she said, oh, you guys are going to get out in the morning. We didn't think anything of it. Well, I woke up to her throwing our stuff out of that motel. I didn't know anybody in Oklahoma. had never been there before. But we left. Walking. Um, we were homeless there for about a week. Thankfully, it wasn't longer. Um, but we ended up uh, getting a job really quick at a McDonald's and met a couple of people that kind of helped us out. So only, it was only a week, but we ended up getting a place to stay. And, um, so yeah, I've been homeless. Um, I, I've dealt with, uh, being molested by a family member as a child, which kind of, you know, carries over into adulthood. That's something that never really leaves you. You know, yeah. especially when you're when you're so young and things like that happen to you, you don't know how to process it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my 
my ex-husband, uh, he poisoned me while I was pregnant with my youngest daughter, our youngest daughter. Yeah, that, that was an interesting time. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, you know, because it's like, how can I prove this? I have to take this to a lab. How do I get it to a lab? Are the police going to actually do anything? I just was so confused. I didn't know what to do. I have, I have since forgiven him. It took several years, probably at least five years or more to actually forgive him for what he did. But I understand that forgiveness is more for me than for him. It doesn't benefit yeah. me to just harbor anger and hate and resentment towards someone because then that totally. gives them more power and control over my life. And I don't want him to have any control over my life at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've been through quite a few things, you know, and then of course the, but the things that a lot of women go through as far as relationships and being cheated on and things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I can relate a lot to that. Like, fuck, my ex-fiance was abusive. She cheated on me. Fucking was, you know, she raped me. Fucking just wow. a lot. Like, so I can relate to that. And I appreciate you sharing that stuff with me because that, that stuff, like nobody wants to talk about. Right. But, your friend, your cousin, your daughter, whatever, somebody else might have gone through that. So knowing and having that awareness that like, you're not the only one I think Mm -hmm. is super important because growing up, you know, I got, um, you know, molested by older boys from my church and like, Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking know how to process that shit. I had no idea. Like, fuck. And then, like, growing up and, like, being comfortable with my sexuality, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know. More confused. Es- I'm escalated my drug and alcohol fucking addiction. And, like, it just it fucked me up. And I wish, I wish, like, social media and where it was today. And, I mean, where it is today, where it was 10 years ago. Because, mm-hmm. fuck, like, I didn't know what to do. Right. And I don't want to talk to my fucking parents about that shit. Are you kidding me? Right. Fuck. Tell yeah. my sister that I like guys was fucking hard enough. And like, fuck. Right. and especially in my community, like it's, it's fucking crazy. But anyways, I always talk about myself on these and I try not to, but it's okay. <laughs> when I can relate, I, you know, I, I think it's important to recognize that, that you're, mm-hmm. You know, our stories might be different, but we've gone through similar shit. Right. right. So, and uh, no, I definitely appreciate you telling me that. So do you have like morning habits that you do for like success? Like what, what do you do in the morning? My, I, I don't stick to morning habits and I'm trying to get to the point where I actually will. But um, if I got up and did what I would like to do every morning, I would get up, you know, and, and say a little bit, you know, just being thankful. And I have a gratitude journal that I like to write in. I like to write at least one full page of what I'm grateful for, which for me is a huge accomplishment because just a year and a half ago, I was not even able to come up with three grateful for because I, I spent so much time being depressed. And, and so to be able to actually write and just let the words flow because there's so many things to be grateful for. I mean, I'm grateful for the beautiful sunshine. You know, I have working limbs. Not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. There's so much to be grateful for that I think a lot of times people just overlook. 
So I would um, definitely do more journaling. I would do it every day, I should say. Um, and I would like to work on my personal writings for at least an hour a day. That's not always possible, depending on what I have going on. But I would love to get into a routine of that. And uh, I like to meditate as well, which I don't do that as much as I would like either. But those would all be encompassed within my morning routine. And uh, one day, I'll start working out. I think about it often, but I don't actually do it. <laughs> uh, hey, well, that's okay. You know, when you're ready, you'll be there. Yeah. Like, yeah. some days I don't want to work out. Like, I go to the gym every day, and fucking some days I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I have a couple mentors in my life, and I either write down three things that I'm grateful for and three goals. And then a self-affirmation and I either text it to them or whatever. And in that, like some days I'm just like, fuck everyone. Like I'm not <laughs> grateful for anything, but I'm grateful that I woke up. I'm grateful that I'm not living in my car. Like fuck everyone. Right. So like, uh -huh. don't beat yourself up uh, because you're not going to the gym and you're not consistent on your morning habits. You know, I think, you know, self-development and self-care is a learning process and, going you know like i'm a you know single fucking guy like so i have no kids if i i'm able to go to the gym every day i'm able to have more flexibility in my schedule and just you writing a novel doing a play going through you know raising a family or whatever like that one is a job in itself. So like, I, I think everyone wants to be perfect. And what's the point? Right. What's the point? Like, I wanted to do this podcast for six years since I was 19. And I like, I was like, I, I'm not I'm only going to do it if I'm, it's perfect. Only going to do it if it's perfect. And I was like, f fuck that. Like, let's just see what happens. And right. like, I've been doing it for six months now and I'm glad, and I wish I started fucking six years ago. I wish, but I was, I was afraid of judgment. People wouldn't like it. Nobody would listen. Right. Nobody would want me on. Right. I definitely of. understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just, just start. I just started mm -hmm. and you know, I, I learn and like through editing and it's just a learning process. And I, I love it. Like, majority of my day is spent on scheduling editing or that's pretty much it so <laughs> uh, and like it's just the learning process and i absolutely love it and um you know having conversations with people all over the world like you're in california and okay. like i for me like i didn't grow i mean it was hard for me to talk to people and connect with people and with this podcast, like I connect with people fucking all over the world. I think it's like the coolest thing on earth. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. People, yeah. people opening up, sharing, being vulnerable, sharing their struggles. And like, I get way more out of it than probably my listeners do. And I think that's so cool. And I hope like somebody listening to this, they know that they can overcome whatever they're going through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to accept 
being a victim or a product of your circumstances. You can choose. You can choose, you know, to move forward and to live your best life, whatever that may look like for you. That's right. You're absolutely right on that. So what do you do? Like, it sounds like you're a pretty busy woman, but Mm -hmm. in your free time, what do you do? I love the beach, really. um, And I love to read. So when I have free time, I read. I usually have a book. I'm not reading anything right now, but I just finished a book a couple of days ago. So I've got to get a new one to read. Um, And I was actually thinking about rereading You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes. So whoever hasn't read it, I recommend it to them. It's all about self-love, you know. What is that called again? It's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's, it's all about learning to love yourself fully and completely just for who you are, you know, because you're worth it. And so I'm, I'm thinking of rereading that when it's over there on my bookshelf. Um, but yeah, reading and going to the beach, really, I don't do too much of anything. I don't watch much TV. I do like to binge watch something on Netflix from time to time, but, but it's kind of rare. <laughs> yeah, it has to be yeah. really good. Right, exactly. And then I like to, in addition to that, there's not anything that I really frequent, but I love trying new things. Like I really, really, really want to go skydiving for my birthday, which is coming up next month. But I don't know if it's going to happen. It's a little bit pricey. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my daughters want to do it as well. And if I try to pay for three people, I just don't know that that's going to happen. And I don't want to be selfish and just go by myself, knowing that they're interested in going. Yeah, but just right. trying new things, new restaurants, because I like to eat. I like, I'm a foodie. I would I hope so, things. since, you know, you went to school for mm-hmm. culinary arts. <laughs> yes, yes. I, lo- I love trying new foods. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and uh, every time I'm in, like, California or somewhere else that's not Montana, I love trying new food. I absolutely yes. love it. Like... The Mexican restaurants up here suck. Like, there's some that's good, but for the most part, it's not like it is down there. It's uh-huh. not. Like, the Chinese sucks. Sushi's okay. Um, yeah. Thai is okay. Like, it's... We have But it, nothing but. is phenomenal. Yeah. Exactly. It's not, yeah. like... I'd rather just cook it at my house. Because uh-huh. it's just going to be better. Like, the stuff that I like. Um, but when I go out, when I go down there, I try and hit like little hole in the wall places that mm-hmm. is going to be good. Um, I love it. So on the beach, have, do you, you surf or just hang out on the beach? I do not surf. Really, I just kind of like to tan. I will get in the water, but I like to just lay out in the sun. And um, especially with the weather heating up, I typically keep a chair in my car and I'll just ditch work sometimes and go to the beach (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it uh i i tan uh probably once or twice a week but it's not outside like i have to go pay for it oh okay Um, yeah yeah and especially in the winters here it's like so dark and cold Uh uh-huh like i have to go get sunshine Uh i have to um and like, I guess in, like, July, there's, like, one month for tanning, and it's July. Wow, so, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, but I enjoy tanning, you know, and mm-hmm. getting, yeah, it might be artificial sunlight, but it, yeah. mentally it fucking does a whole bunch for mm-hmm. me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, 
And when do you think your uh, book is going to be out? I'm not really sure. Um, I, I don't want to self-publish. So it, you know, finding an agent and a publisher can take a while. It can be a process because everyone wants something different as far as submitting to them. Um, but however, as soon as I finish the editing to where I feel it's good enough to at least present, um, and that can really, if I really truly buckle down and set aside time every single day, I think I can have it done in about a month. So it just depends on, you know, how procrastination affects me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can relate on that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like procrastination, but unfortunately I, I do it more than not. <laughs> And that's okay. Like, don't beat yourself up because of it. But if you're just trying, if you're trying to get better, mm-hmm. then that's okay. But right. if you're not trying to get better, then I think maybe reevaluate that. But mm-hmm. like, I, I procrastinate you know, all the time. Yeah, you know, I I was thinking to myself a couple of days ago because it's like, why are you not? purposely setting aside this time because I'll do it for a while you know and write every single day and then I get to a point where I kind of you know step back a little bit and I'm asking myself why do you do that and I could be wrong but I think that a, a part of the procrastination comes from your own internal thoughts in your mind thinking well am I wasting my time doing this is it going to be good enough will it be accepted will I be accepted as doing this and I'm kind of wondering if that's something that I need to work on, if, if that may be a factor that plays into the procrastination that I um, entertain. Yeah, totally. So do you have like three like rules to success or three things that you do that you could share with the world to maybe help someone else? Um, well, I think that some of the most important things are going to be focus, consistency, and maybe acceptance of yourself as far as the content that you're putting out. Okay. I like that. I like that. So if somebody wanted to start writing, what would you tell them? Just do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Don't. Yeah, don't don't worry about uh, formatting. Don't worry about a certain program. Just do it because once you actually have a completed, it's whatever it is that you're writing. There's you can always go back and edit. And when you go back to start reading what you wrote, you may surprise yourself with what you wrote. And then you can always change it if you don't like it. You know. But I say just do it because if you don't start, then you'll never get to a finish line. Mm-hmm. And today is the first day of the rest of your life. That's right. That's Every right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I love it. Um, man, you're absolutely right on that. Like, just go fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. How many people I see like fucking in this job that they don't like and just complain, just complain yeah. and this negative attitude. And like, I used to be that person. I used to fucking blame mm-hmm. everyone for my problems. Fucking fuck mm-hmm. this. This sucks. Like whatever. But like a flat tire would ruin my day. 
But now it's like, okay, I'll just fucking get a change. Like, what do you do? Not a big deal. And it didn't right. happen overnight. It's a lot. Uh, like, and I'm codependent as fuck. So, like, being this victim and being and not practicing self love. Uh huh. I wish I started practicing it fucking years ago. But right. I wish is a dangerous way to start a sentence. And I have to focus on today because today is a new day. Absolutely. I can't fucking change the past. I fucking, the past is the past. And I can't plan the present, but I can make sure that fucking that shit never happens again. Or I can try my best. Right. And so I love it. And I love the message that you're carrying. And, you know, even through your struggles, you're fucking still fucking fighting. You're going for it. And, you know, I really hope that play fucking plans out. Like, if if that play goes on in California, let me know. And I will buy a ticket and fucking fly down. But, yeah, I appreciate that. It's actually a movie, a screen. Oh, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, I... yeah, no, 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 no worries. But, you know, maybe I'll turn it into a play as well. I can, okay. I'll read a book. <laughs> yeah, it can be all about, why not? <laughs> well, why not, right? Like, fuck. It could be on Broadway. Yeah, I don't uh, see cool. why not. Bring some awareness. I'm bringing some, yeah. Like, fuck. I think it'd be interesting, and I think it could help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, I've, I've known women, I've dated women who have been in that lifestyle. And I think having that awareness is important. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people are doing it. Like people are trying to pre- prevent it. Like there's a lot of people trying to prevent it. But right. on the other side of it, like the mindset and the awareness on it, I think would be a pretty beneficial. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have any last words you want to say? Um, just to anyone listening, just, you know, live your best life, whatever that looks like for you. Just do it. Be like Nike and just do it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love it. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. Uh, sorry about the pleasure. technical difficulties. No worries, it wasn't your fault. No worries. Thank <laughs> you for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you bet. So uh, let's stay in touch, and uh, you know, let me know how yeah, that book absolutely. goes. I definitely will. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. All right, you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Thanks. Bye. Right. Bye bye.